Ch- Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are you, everyone? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm great. How's everyone doing this week? Hello, everyone. Hello, new listeners. Welcome. Hello, uh, old listeners. I was, for some reason in my head, I wanted to say welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Never mind. Hello, new <laughs> listeners, old listeners. Welcome back. If you've been here before, uh, welcome. If you've never been here, this is the Thunderdome. This is the Thunderdome. This is Weekly Variety. Um, hi. Hi. No, I think Thunderdome's a strip club. <laughs> we need to Google that. I didn't that. know. We need to Google that. But anyways, uh, hello, everyone. Welcome. This is... A podcast about stuff. I need to just wrap it up. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. How are you? I'm good. How, How are you? Been? Oh, I am peachy keen. Peachy king. Peachy king. Um, how are you <laughs> recovering from skiing? We all went skiing, y'all. Um, when was that? Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went skiing, mm-hmm. and my legs really hurt that night, mm-hmm. and then also yesterday. But not today. We feel it. It was cold as hell up on that mountain. Yeah. My knee. Too cold. I don't think I should ski anymore. No. My knees fill with fluid when I ski. <laughs> it's not pleasant. I still can't walk. But it's okay. <laughs> I love the sport. <laughs> you should have told me. I wouldn't have asked you to go for a walk today. Oh, You should no. have been like, I can't walk. No, no, no. When I start going mm-hmm. it's like a freight train i just keep going okay you know you can't stop me, but when i stop mm-hmm. and like sit down yeah that's when the pain just like starts to come back okay. and then like the the swelling starts to come back. should we walk while we do this podcast <sighs> we might have to because i don't think i i'm gonna be able to stand up once we're done here. i'll just leave you here all right that's fine shut this the lights my off home. this is my new home <laughs> Oh, throw down one of Kevin's dog treats every once in a while. Perfect. That's all I need. Yeah. Really. They're so nutritious. You have That's a blanket. All You're I fine. Need. There's a sink in your bathroom. I could drink water from there. Mm, I'd prefer if you use the toilet. Okay. I mean, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be my first time? No, I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just kidding. I've never done that, guys. Please don't think. <laughs> Please don't put that on the internet. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, that'd be great. So we didn't do much this week. No. Yeah, no work yeah just work 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 and then you know? skied once yeah <laughs> um, yeah you know froze to death on top of a mountain mm-hmm. but it was great my skis were a little dusty oh they my didn't God, you were going... <laughs> <laughs> i literally like couldn't really go fast because uh-huh. i haven't waxed my skis in years for anyone who's not a skier um you need to put wax on your skis in order to go over to glide over the snow <laughs> and to go fast <laughs> And I just got a fresh wax on my head, so I'm, like, flying down the trails. And she's like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Even on, like, the, you know, really steep hills. Mm-hmm. You went so slow. Until was... you hit ice. That's when I oh, went yeah. flying. That definitely yeah. was not good. But you, there was, like, no chance of any serious injury because you just were not going fast enough. True. To acquire any kind of serious injury. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and I didn't, so good. here we are. Let's tell another story. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about your dream where you had a really sweaty experience? Oh, yeah. I mean, one of my many sweaty <laughs> days because I sweat so fucking much. <laughs> well, everyone that has been listening to the podcast knows that I am deathly afraid of aliens. Mm-hmm. And I had a dream the other night 
that I was being abducted by aliens and that fear just like it came out and I, I woke up in a cold sweat. I was doing like the the screaming in your sleep thing where you're like <laughs> you think you're screaming loud and you're trying to like wake up. I was breathing so heavily too and I woke up and I was just drenched in sweat. It was like so scared. Was Moo with you? Yeah, she was laying right next to me. She was just like, what the hell are you doing? I'm trying to sleep here. I like leaned over and I started petting her frantically. It's like, oh my God, move. Thank God. I know I'm safe Thank now. God you're here. <laughs> huh. I can't remember. Maybe I should start a dream diary. And then like every time I you come should. on the podcast, I'll just like recite my dreams. <laughs> and then someone out there will be like, oh, that's not good. Like someone who knows how to decipher dreams uh-huh. will be like, oh, Jesus. That's not good. I feel like someone who is seriously deciphering dreams Mm -hmm. they probably think everything is bad a bad sign oh yeah yeah you guys let us know would it be like i wanted to for one of the episodes kind of go into you know dream i don't know stuff psychology i don't know like deciphering dreams basically like so let me let me know if you guys want to hear that Um, i want to hear that okay and i'm the only one who matters you're not important here you are literally talking to me the listeners are Yes, but um, you guys are quiet out there. I mean, we did get Brady. She actually gave me some ideas since I desperately needed some. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave me a lot. A couple people also sent some to me that I think I might have sent to you. But if I didn't, no, my you bad. definitely didn't. All right. Well, <laughs> if I'll, you say, I'll, I'll give them to you. Okay. <laughs> this is the problem with our social media: is that people reach out to us, and you're like. No, no one's reached out to us. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> also, because I just don't check is a problem. I'm like begging people to talk to us on social media. <laughs> and they are. And you're just like not telling me. <laughs> I mean, I gave you the logins. You could log in. No, you didn't. You forgot the password for everything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on yeah. that. <laughs> One day I'll, I'll have on access that. everyone. One day yeah. I'll write back. I thought I gave you the Twitter one. No, you forgot passwords for everything because you logged in and you were like, oh, shoot, what's the password? And I'm like, oh, here we go. I have them somewhere. And I know for a fact that you forgot the password for our email. You know that there is a forget forgot password button and, yeah. and you could reset the password. But why would I why would I do that when it's just automatically logged in on my phone and computer? Oh, my so I could get access. I know. I know. That makes so much sense. I have to do it. Because I can't. I'm not. I'm just not interested. I know. In I know you're not. It, you know? Asking you to change a password is like asking the rain to stop falling. Like it's it just is. never going to happen. I feel like I can do so many involved things. But once it's like a simple thing that will require me to just not really do anything, I get mad. You like try every other way to figure out the password besides the forgot password because button. Because I should, I should be able to remember it. Oh my god! And it just makes me angry. That's like when, um, <laughs> out of spite, I will not change it. When I was still logged into the Adobe family, remember when that whole thing happened? Yeah, and you, were you like, did Do you remember it too. the password? Do you remember the password? And I was like, like no, like it's hooked up to your email. Like check your emails. And you were like, mm, no, <laughs> remember the password? <laughs> I just kept texting you every week, like, hey, so do you have the password? I yet? made it <laughs> so you had access to everything with Adobe. <laughs> Well, You're see, like, there's no. your problem. You no, should have made it to. You. <laughs> you need to remember the password now. I'm like, I don't. I'm sorry. 
Oh, God. But anyways. So, speaking of passwords, what are we talking about today? That made no sense. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so, I don't want to scare you, but it, it might correlate a little bit to yes. your funky dreams yes. you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> I... A little bit, it's not a, really. You know, it's a sick, sick thing that I have going on in my mind because I'm so scared, but I get so excited. I get so excited listening to things about outer... The extraterrestrial world, yeah. perhaps? Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't really go into aliens at all, oh. but oh. it goes into like a UFO phenomenon. Oh. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about the Phoenix Lights, also known as the Lights Over Phoenix. Oh, okay. In 1997. Yeah. Yeah. I We were around. Yeah, we were alive. For sure. We were in Phoenix. Mentally. Driving trucks. (laughs) At five years old? Yeah. (laughs) Remember we were driving that truck? Yeah, that 16-wheeler or whatever. How many wheels they have? 18, 18, I think. (laughs) We took two off because it was a little too heavy. Yeah, we... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. From clear as day. Mm-hmm. You, that's when you took up smoking and chewing tobacco. Yeah. And... Those were rough times, right? Yeah. I drank a lot. Oh, God. <laughs> While driving. While driving. <laughs> Smoked like a chimney. <laughs> and that's how we became friends. Mm-hmm. In Phoenix. I'll never forget Phoenix. My heart is still there. <laughs> oh, God. Just picturing two five-year-olds driving a huge truck. <laughs> The aviator sunglasses on. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good, it's so good. So, anyway, yes, yes, continue. Uh, pretty much my whole source was Wikipedia, by okay. the way. Okay. Um, and some of it I just straight up copied because I couldn't understand aircraft, and I just had to like, Lucky yeah, for I you, couldn't rephrase it. You know, I am an aeronautical engineer. Wow. Yeah, I know you didn't know that about me, but it was like my. My minor in college. Is that where you went after mm-hmm. Phoenix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to college. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the Phoenix Lights. The Phoenix Lights was an unexplained phenomenon that happened on March 13th, 1997. Wait a second. What? Were these lights, were they over? What? <laughs> joke because they're called the phoenix lights so i was like oh my god were these you over? literally couldn't think of another these... city i couldn't <laughs> i blanked so hard anyways i'll i ruined that yay me okay we I might cut the story. that but we might keep it in <laughs> all right because it was so bad just tell me if shut up if i ever if i ever stop you again just say shut up i will please don't okay <laughs> thank you All right, so March 13th, on this day, Mm -hmm. a widely sighted bunch of unidentified flying objects and lights, like a combo Mm -hmm. of the two, (laughs) I guess, (laughs) were spotted over Phoenix Mm -hmm. and some other places between 7.30 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. So that's a pretty big amount of time, right? Yeah. Oh, that is a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And they were just there the whole time? Uh, kind of. I'll talk about it more. But, uh, so even though Phoenix got like the street cred for this, the lights were observed in the skies over 
the states of Arizona, Nevada, mm-hmm. and the Mexican state of Sonora, mm. which I didn't know existed, but it does. Oh, wow. That's a lot of... So, yeah, overall, that's like a 300-mile distance, I think. The general overview of this event is that lights of varying descriptions were seen by thousands of people in this area. That's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of people. just like a... A couple, two, three. like, oh, I saw a UFO. Like, mm-hmm. no, like a whole city saw UFOs. Yeah. Plural. Yep. However, there were two distinct events of what people saw that night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first was a triangular formation of lights that seemed to pass over the states. <gasps> oh, creepy. Mm-hmm. creepy. And it's the like what s- you saw. Yeah, kind of. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. Was it in 1997? <laughs> I don't know. Did it go all the way up to Pennsylvania? I think it did. Holy it shit. It zoomed right, oh my <laughs> right <God>. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The second event was stationary lights that seemed to stay right in the Phoenix area. Sorry, um, I hit my microphone. That's okay. People described the lights over Phoenix as a huge UFO that was in the shape of a carpenter's square. Do you know what that is? I I thought you would know that. I know, because my dad's a carpenter. No. (laughs) I don't know. It's like one of those, um, it looks like two rulers that are like together, but it's usually like steel. They measure stuff and do stuff with it, I guess. Oh, I've I've used one before and I didn't even know what it was. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. It had, they think five lights. Some people saw six, but Mm -hmm. mostly five lights on the bottom of it. Or possibly five engines that emitted light. The governor. Yeah, it is. The governor of Phoenix at the time was one of the witnesses who saw the UFO. And he could only describe the object as otherworldly. What? Mm -hmm. What were they. Oh. What? (laughs) (laughs) What were those aliens doing? I don't know. <gasps> they were just chilling. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Did they like take a wrong turn or something? They were adjusting their GPS. Like, why were they chilling for so long? <laughs> why are they chilling so hard? Oh. I will tell you that the second event, the lights that were over Phoenix, mm-hmm. the U.S. Air Force said that those were just flares that were dropped by an A-10 Warthog aircraft that was supposedly running training exercises. Mm. Yeah. Well, so an A-10 Warthog is a military I jet. I mean, the Air Force just recently came out that UFOs are real, so they could have just been covering that up. Yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. But that's what they said at the time, because well, people were freaking out. Those lights were chilling in the air for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. A couple hours? Yeah. Flares don't last that long. I wouldn't think so. Anyone with a brain. I don't know much about military flares, but... Uh, I do. I'm not in the business. I'm actually... You are a military flare? <laughs> I've been around for 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I am a military flare, and I know that we don't. <laughs> Just any flare doesn't last that long. I wouldn't think Even so. Even flares that are used on the road to like signal people to get away from a car that broke down don't yeah. last that long. True. I totally made that fact up. They might actually last that long, but. <laughs> but still. But still. I'm just arguing. That's suspicious. And mm-hmm. they. I don't know how they would just hover in the air, too. Like, I don't if either. they're falling, that's one thing. But, like, do these flares have, like, Were they like propellers on them? Up? Do they have engines on them that they're they're just chilling there? 
Anyways, continue. Anywho. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go through a couple of different reports that were made by like individual people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one, I think, at about 7 p.m., a man reported seeing a V-shaped object above Henderson, Nevada. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Did you ever watch Veep? No. Oh, man. It's so funny. I know. It's it's like an ongoing joke where every time it's one way or the other. Someone either says Nevada or Nevada and, like, the person, other person keeps correcting them. (laughs) I thought that would land a lot better but I don't remember what it was. So I'm just going to keep going. Okay. Okay. So. Actually, pause. Um, Have you seen Bridgerton? No. Oh, girl. I know. You told me I have to watch it, but I didn't. God. Although, I don't take you as like the romance type. Yeah. Yeah, no. You're not into that. Maybe you won't like it. But anyone out there, watch Bridgerton on Netflix. It's amazing. The guy (laughs) is so hot. Anyways, continue. (laughs) Anyway, so we're in Nevada, Nevada. (laughs) <laughs> he he claimed it was as large as a Boeing 747. Yo, that's a big ass crap. And it sounded like really heavy rushing wind and that, had lights on its leading edge. That is a, that's something that a lot of people say if they've encountered a UFO close enough to hear it. It sounds like either a vacuum cleaner or like wind mm-hmm. rushing. Or wind. it's like totally silent. Yeah. Yeah. That's Weird. interesting. I wonder if they all use the same engine. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> a Mustang two V five. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A second witness, yes. who was a retired police officer, was the next person to witness the lights. He was driving north, just north. Yeah, just north <laughs> in general. And he allegedly saw a cluster of reddish to orange lights in the sky, comprising of four lights together and a fifth light trailing them creepy each of the individual lights in the formation appeared to the witness to consist of two separate point sources of orange light he returned home and through binoculars watched the lights until they disappeared south over the horizon yep lights were also reportedly seen in the areas of prescott and prescott valley which is i would cry i would cry (laughs) you would cry if you lived in prescott valley (laughs) yes and if i saw (laughs) If I saw UFOs, I'd cry. Like, I um, I was camping one time, and it was super high up, like, on a mountain. So the there was no cloud. light pollution on a cloud. No light pollution, no nothing. So you saw, like, every freaking star in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared the entire time. I couldn't even focus and, like, enjoy it because I was like, I'm going to see a UFO. This is the time. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. Is that a UFO? And it was just like a... A star just chilling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A star. (laughs) I'm so scared. It's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would probably shit my pants. Oh, 100%. I'd shit my pants and cry at the same time. And then shit my pants again. And then shit my pants again. (laughs) Maybe pee myself. (laughs) All right. All right. So we're in Prescott Valley at approximately 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Callers began reporting the object looked like it was definitely solid because it blocked out much of the starry sky as it passed over. <sighs> Creepy. Jesus. Mm-hmm. A man named John, I took, I'm going to take out his last name, was standing outside with his wife and sons in Prescott Valley when they noticed a cluster of lights to the west-northwest of their position. <laughs> I don't, I'm not good at directions, Me so either. just ignore that. <laughs> 
<laughs> the lights formed a triangular pattern, but all of them appeared to be red, except the light at the nose of the object, which was distinctly white. The object or objects, which had been observed for approximately two to three minutes with binoculars, then passed directly over them. Then it banked to the right quickly and disappeared into the sky southeast of the valley. Hey, that, that's one thing that scares me the most about UFOs is how fast they are. Yeah. How quickly they that it just, just like, like change suddenly, direction. And like, yeah. Oof, God. They, uh, they didn't really know like how far up it was, but they said it was fairly low. And this time... They said it made no sound whatsoever. Mm. They couldn't hear anything. They just saw it. <laughs> no, that's even scarier. Ew. <laughs> How are you doing that? Ew. Oh, gross. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. It's spooky. Mm. All right. So one of the first sightings from Phoenix. Tim and his wife, Bobby, his son, Hal, and his grandson, Damien, mm-hmm. first saw the lights when they were... They saw them above Prescott Valley, but they were in Phoenix, and they were, like, almost more than 60 miles away from that, but they could see it from there. At first, the lights appeared to them as five separate and distinct lights in an arc shape. So, like, kind of half of a circle, I Mm -hmm. guess. Oh, that's what an arc is? Jeez. I didn't know that. Some people (laughs) might not know. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. Sorry. Bitch. They said it looked like it was like sitting on top of a balloon almost. Mm-hmm. So they also explained the shape, I'd like you to know. Um, <laughs> that's I'm a, not the only that's one. That's a really weird way to explain it an is. arc shape. I feel like mine was way better. It's sitting on top of a balloon. <laughs> it's like, what? no, it's a half circle. That's way better. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Hmm. So they thought they were stationary, but they soon realized that they appeared to be moving towards them. Mm. They were getting closer nay, and like nay, bigger. my friend. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay. Over the next 10 minutes, the lights appeared to be closer and the distance between the lights increased. They took on the shape of an upside down V. Oh, wait. So that's like a point. Yeah. (laughs) The other way. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, when the lights appeared to be a couple of miles away, the witnesses could make out a shape that looked like a 60 degree carpenter square. Again, with the five lights set into it, one at the front and the others on each side. Jesus, I'm trying to like imagine all of these formations in my head. And it's I know, like, that's why I'm trying to explain them, see? Because it's just weird. Like seeing lights in my head. <laughs> <laughs> More than normal. <laughs> Soon that object was coming right down the street where they lived. Oh, right no. above them. Yeah. No. 100 to 150 feet above them, right over their street. Yo. That's going too close. super slow. Too close. It appeared like it was hovering and it was completely silent. I wonder if. if... That's another thing I wonder. If I were to see a UFO, would they, like, know that I'm looking at them? Definitely. You know, would they yeah. feel it? Do they have technology that's, like, human looking at us? <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what the alarm I mean... sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do they know? Could they sense brainwaves? Could they read minds? Like, probably. Oh, yeah. That's so scary. And then they just pinpoint you. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get abducted. Yep. And this poor family, they were pinpointed. They were. Oh, yeah. But they didn't get abducted. Good for them. So it passed over them. It went through an opening in the peaks of the mountain range that was next to them. Mm-hmm. 
and they saw it go towards the direction of Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Witnesses in a suburb northwest of Phoenix saw the object pass overhead at an altitude high enough to become obscured by thin clouds. Oh, that's pretty... This was between 8.30 and 8.45. So it went from 100 feet above the street to like up. way up there Yeah, real quick. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. Just yeah. fast moving things creep me out. We have another witness in Phoenix, uh, Bill, who's a truck driver. Be- oh, I remember Bill. Bill. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was still around. <gasps> Billy. Oh, oh, I love Bill. Billy, he gave <laughs> you your first cigarette. He did. Mm-hmm. Oh, bless him. Love him. <laughs> hope he's, hope the fam's doing good. He's doing good, yeah. Good. He was a cement truck driver. Yeah. And he was hauling cement down a mountain north of Phoenix. Like he always did. Like he always he did. He was the best at hauling cement. <laughs> <laughs> His description of the event, of the lights that he saw, he said, I'll never be the same. Before this, if anybody had t- said to me they saw a UFO, I would have said, yeah, and you believe in the tooth fairy. Mm. Now, I've got a whole new view, and I may just be a dumb truck driver. I hate it when he called himself I know. That. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> You're special. But I've seen something that doesn't belong here, end quote. No, sir. No. He also stated that the lights hovered over the area that he was in for more than two hours. Wow. That's a long time. See, he said, like, something that doesn't belong here. But obviously, they have, like, they're the higher being. Like, we don't belong here. (laughs) Like, they have control over us. Sorry, Bill. I love you, homie, but like for you to say. I think he just meant like. No, I know it's it's out of not out of place. Right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I know what Bill meant. Don't you worry. (laughs) Okay, you guys are friends, so you should. Yeah, you should know. Love Bill. Okay, so now I want to talk about some reappearances of the lights. One in two thousand and seven. Okay, I was gonna say. Mm -hmm. (gasps) February two thousand seven. Oh, hang on one second. No, I was gonna mention this before. There is film of these lights, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like recordings yeah. of it? Yeah, they're in like documentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I do remember seeing those. And oh. I was like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, you're special. I didn't research into Phoenix Lights. I, of course, just found myself no. in the rabbit hole of YouTube looking I at I actually UFO didn't videos. even look at them, I'm going to be honest. Oh, you I'll need to watch later. them. It's yeah. like, you guys, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, February 2007. <laughs> Uh, lights were recorded by a local news television station. Mm -hmm. And according to military officials and the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Administration, these were flares. Of course. Dropped by an F-16 aircraft. Is that their best excuse that they could use? They're still (laughs) using it. It's all flares. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of flares. We have so many flares. So many flares. (laughs) (laughs) Just have to drop them. (laughs) So this happened again in 2008. But this one is kind of, uh, well, you'll see. Mm. April 2008, the lights were again reported over Phoenix by local residents. They appeared to change from a square to a triangular formation over time. A resident reported that shortly after the lights appeared, three jets were seen heading west in the direction of the lights. An official from the Luke Air Force Base denied any United States Air Force activity in the area. (laughs) And then... Yeah, so they were like, no, we didn't do no, that. No, no, they're, they're not jets. I'm sorry. No. Like, but wait a sec, just snaps their neck. <laughs> <laughs> so a few days later, nope, the next day, 
right. <laughs> a resident of Phoenix told a newspaper that the lights were nothing more than his neighbor releasing helium balloons with flares attached. This was confirmed by a police helicopter. What? And then the day after that, the actual resident, who wouldn't share their name, stated he did attach flares to helium balloons, and he released them from his backyard. Why? Does I he just he want just to see the world to... burn? Yeah. Just chaos? Just, like, mm-hmm. utter chaos? Yep. Oh, my God. So he did do that, supposedly. Wow. Yeah. What He's dick. just a jerk. Oh, my God. What dick. <laughs> <laughs> People are just like crying, shitting themselves, and he's like, hey, 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 hey. Get a flare on a helium balloon. <laughs> like, How much time do you have on your hands? Seriously, do you have anything better to do? Get a do? fucking job, dude. <laughs> Build yourself a hot tub. Go get a girlfriend, my God. <laughs> she wouldn't let you do that shit. Get a hobby. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. here's here's some explanations. Of what could have happened. And this is the part that I pretty much copied and pasted mm-hmm. because I don't understand aircraft. Well, you're lucky okay. I'm here. I am lucky. Yeah. <laughs> to have a military flare in my presence. And an aeronautical engineer. Oh, right. I forgot. Okay. Double Where'd major. you go to school? Um, University of Nessa. <laughs> <laughs> in... Florida, Pennsylvania. <laughs> the, un- the University of NASA, Florida in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. Okay. Yes. Great. Just wanted a, to clear that there up. There is a Florida, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to clear that up. Okay. So, some people say that the first event, the one where there was the moving lights mm-hmm. moving over the states, still has no provable explanation but some evidence exists that the lights were, in fact, jets or aircraft. Mm. According to an article by reporter Janet Gonzalez that appeared in the Phoenix New Times, videotape of the V-shape shows the lights moving as separate entities, not as a single object. If I'm thinking about... Um, well, the, the video that I saw of the Phoenix lights, they hover and jets can't hover. They... So At, in that time they didn't have. I don't. Pfft. This one's talking about the first one, the first event, not mm-hmm. the Phoenix lights that are just like hovering. The oh. ones that were moving. Oh, yeah. I lost track of the events. That's okay. There's only two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> so basically, it looks like they're moving independent of one another mm-hmm. in some ways, instead of like you know. So, but who knows? Maybe they were just like five different UFOs. Yeah, but did anyone hear the jets? I don't know. Like those things are not quiet. No. Like my incident at Outer Banks when I thought I saw a UFO, but it was actually a jet. Yeah. It was like super high up and I still heard it loud and clear. True. So I don't know. I don't, I don't be- know. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> For this same event, a man named Mitch Stanley, who was an amateur astronomer, Mm. Which I think might just mean he like looked in a telescope in his backyard. I don't know. (laughs) He observed high altitude lights flying in formation using a Dubsonian telescope, which gives 43 times magnification. If you didn't know that already, which you should from the University of NASA. Uh, Florida, Pennsylvania. Florida, Pennsylvania. After observing the lights, he said to his mother, who was present at the time, that the lights were aircraft. 
According to Stanley, the lights were quite clearly individual airplanes, and a companion who was with him and his mom at the time recalled asking Stanley what the lights were, and he replied, planes. So there were a couple different people that heard him say that they were airplanes oh, at yeah. that time. Totally. I trust an amateur <laughs> astronomer. <laughs> so when this amateur astronomer first gave an account of his observation at the Discovery Channel town hall meeting with all the witnesses. Uh, are, they, he was, are they ignoring the fact that he's an amateur yes. astronomer? Yep. <laughs> so he went to the town hall meeting and said, you know, I was there. I have a really good telescope. I'm an astronomer. Oh, dear God. Do you know how far how hard it is to track something with a telescope? Oh, for sure. Like, you yeah. cannot follow mm-hmm. it easily. Like... Everyone shouted at him. I could look up in the sky and see a plane. And does that consider... Like, am I an amateur astronomer, too? I don't think so. Do you have a Dipsonian telescope? Uh, No, but my Uncle Mark has a telescope. So... (laughs) (laughs) So... By proxy, I am an amateur (laughs) astronomer. So basically, people started yelling at him because they... You know, he didn't agree with what they saw, Mm -hmm. which was UFOs. Uh, Stanley thought that he was seeing the Maryland National Guard jets flying in formation on their way to drop high-altitude flares at the bombing range. flares, Jesus. Yeah. Well, he... So he agreed with them. He was like, they look like flares. They look like planes. You all suck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yes. But, you know, other people had stories that contradicted his, but they also didn't have... Super cool telescopes. So. Yeah, then I, just because he spends a shit ton just of money. Just because he has a telescope. <laughs> bought an expensive telescope does not mean he's an astronomer. Right. Dear God. You also have to keep in mind that the uh, those National Guard jets, mm-hmm. they weren't really known about at the time because they were classified. That's so classified. even if it was the jets, like they couldn't really tell people that but you could hear them that's the maybe. thing i don't know maybe they're silent jets are not quiet maybe some jets are quiet like baby jets <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a bee <laughs> oh my god so here's something else to consider the area of prescott includes the campus of embry riddle aeronautical university that's where I did my master's degree. <laughs> yeah? You went yeah. So you went from Phoenix to Pennsylvania back to Phoenix to do your master's. Yeah. I did truck driving in Phoenix, wanted a better future for myself, went to Pennsylvania, Florida, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and then went back to Phoenix because I missed it. And I needed to finish my master's degree. And you missed Bill. And I miss Bill. I still miss him to this yeah. day. Love you, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so that university... Uh, flight training occurs with a large fleet of light aircraft. An additional theory on campus is that the aircraft in formation were ERAU. That's just the university, you know. Oh, I know. Acronym. I know. Oh, I know, because you went there, yeah. Yeah. So they were <laughs> the ERAU aircraft. We were the muskrats. The muskrats? The ERAU muskrats? Yeah. Duh. Everyone knows that. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't go to school ever. I know you didn't. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> they were flying in formation with transponders and lights as a prank. Ooh. It is treated as an open secret 
as such behavior would be a severe violation of FAA mm-hmm. and ERAU rules, mm-hmm. as you know. I remember all of them getting expelled. Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that that actually happened. But it's a you theory. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know. <laughs> Muskrat community is very small. Yes. And very secretive. <laughs> so the second event, the one that you're talking about, the Phoenix lights mm-hmm. that are just mm-hmm. like hovering there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was a set of lights appearing to hover over the city of Phoenix. I just said that. Yeah. Yep. Just to make sure everyone knows, they were mm-hmm. lights hovering over Phoenix. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were more thoroughly covered by the media, due in part to the numerous video oh, taken yeah. of the lights. There's so many. Mm-hmm. This was also observed by a lot of people who may have thought that they were seeing the same lights as those that were reported earlier. So there was like a mix of people, people who didn't see those first ones and then mm-hmm. and whatever. Anyway. <laughs> There's just a lot of people who saw shit, okay? Yeah, thousands. (laughs) So the Air Force explained that the second event was, again, slow falling, long burning, illumination flares dropped by a flight of four A-10 Warthog aircraft on a training exercise at their Goldwater Range somewhere in the county. Watch the video. It's not flares. According to their explanation... The flares would have been visible in Phoenix and appeared to hover due to rising heat from the burning flares creating a balloon effect oh, off yeah. of their parachutes. Oh, really? Which slowed their descent. Really? Yes. Wow, they're pulling stuff out of everywhere, aren't they? <laughs> Jesus. Just hear, hear them out. Hear mm. them out. The lights then appeared to wink out as they fell behind the Sierra Estrella, which is a mountain range to the southwest of Phoenix. So that's why that happened. That's why they twinkled out. Mm. A Maryland Air National Guard pilot, Lieutenant Colonel Ed Jones, responding to a March 2007 media inquiry, confirmed that he had flown one of the aircraft in the formation that dropped flares on the night in question. The squadron to which he belonged was, in fact, in Arizona on a training exercise at the time. Anyway, so they were there on that Mm. night, is basically what it's saying. Uh, A history of the Maryland Air National Guard published in 2000 asserted that the squadron, the 104th fighter squadron to be specific, was responsible for the incident. See, like all of this that they're saying now, all of this was reported like way back when. Yeah. Prior to the Air Force or... I think it was the Navy, wasn't it? Someone that, admitting that UFOs are real, that they yeah. have encountered unidentified right. flying objects. So that could all just be BS. It could. So keep that in mind, too. Mm-hmm. All right. So military flares such as these can be seen from hundreds of miles given ideal environmental conditions. Later comparisons with known military flares uh, were reported on local television stations showing similarities between those military flare drops and the Phoenix lights. So they looked really similar once we knew what they looked like. I don't believe it for a second that those were flares. I understand. (laughs) I understand. But another analysis of the luminosity of the flares. Illuminati? Yep. Oh, boy. (laughs) The type which would have been used by the aircraft at the the time. (laughs) God. (laughs) Determined that the luminosity of such flares at a range of approximately 50 to 70 miles would fall well within the range of the lights viewed from Phoenix. So basically they're saying, yes, it's possible that it was aircraft flares. Honestly, the whole time you've been explaining these flare things, like nothing, it's like has entered my cranium because I I believe that it's UFOs. I know. I know. (laughs) I can see you. You just, just you look mad. (laughs) You look mad that I'm even trying to like give the other point of view. Hey, 
hey, whatever helps you sleep at night, you know? Oh my God, it's not me. <laughs> I'm just telling the whatever story. Whatever helps the listeners that may think that it was UFOs and, but want to believe that it's flares, sleep at night. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Meanwhile, I will still have horrible nightmares about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> there was minimal news coverage at the time of the incident, but in Phoenix, a small number of local news outlets noted the event and it received little attention beyond that. But on June 18th, 1997, USA Today ran a front page story that brought national attention to the case. This was followed by news coverage on ABC, NBC, and it quickly caught the popular imagination and has since been a staple of UFO related documentary series. That's interesting. That series. Stuff. That's Siri. That's Siri. Siri? Are there UFOs? <laughs> That's interesting that all those huge um, media outlets reported this because, yeah, like that's not something that's usually reported, right? Which makes me believe that it's real. That's all I got. UFOs, yeah, yeah. UFOs still scare me. My God, scare me so much. I. It's spooky. It's just weird that like all these people saw that. Why not? Here's my thing. I get that military stuff is classified mm-hmm. and whatever, and they have to keep stuff secret. But why not just give a little warning? Like, hey, we're going to be doing some tests later. So, right? You so know, don't, don't worry about out. it. Like, yeah. you might see some things in the sky, mm-hmm. but it's just flares. Why let people shit their pants and then the next day be like, oh, uh, yep, that was flares. That was yeah, us. Yeah, and like, why did you need to test flares around Phoenix, like a huge city? Yeah. Like, why not go, like, into the mountains, into the desert, test the flares into the there. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. <laughs> like, why did you have to do it over a city? Yeah. Like, that's not, it doesn't make sense. True. There's no need for that. Yeah. No need. Air Force. Whatever. No need. <laughs> <laughs> Being real extra. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's just, it just goes to show that they were UFOs. You know, those aliens are interesting. I'm neutral. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I 100% do think that, you know, extraterrestrial life does exist. In Phoenix. In Phoenix only. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we'd be naive to think that there isn't life out there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you believe in UFOs? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was convincing. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. You saw them. I also think... I just think like sometimes there's military stuff going on that we just like don't know about. I don't know. The way- I would say like there's definitely UFOs and sometimes it's military stuff. So I just I can't distinguish between the two. And now there's Elon Musk's satellites flying everywhere. So yeah. <laughs> and there's literally a Tesla in orbit still. <laughs> so right. It's still there. I, I, I'm guessing. I don't, I don't think know. they could take it out of orbit. Could they just reach up and grab it with something? Like one of those big... I think he's working on that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know those grabbers you use to get stuff like off the top shelf if you're short? (laughs) Can we just make one of those? Like a big one? Totally. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. That car's not moving at like 10,000 miles per hour. No. We can totally grab it. (laughs) Yeah. Get someone with good coordination. Yeah. Absolutely. Got it. (laughs) Oh, you missed. (laughs) Gotta wait another... 10 years <laughs> oh my god that's it that's that's the phoenix light well thank you so much for sharing the phoenix lights with us you're so welcome oh 
That was... Hopefully I gave you some new nightmare fuel. Yeah, you definitely did. Cool. If you want to reach out to us on social media... <laughs> Look us up. Look or us email up. us at weeklyvarietypod at gmail.com. Perfect. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look up Weekly Variety Podcast and we'll pop up. Um, you can write to us. I won't get it. Tori will. Um, Kelsey will get it. You're going to... Yeah, sure. You're going to have to put, this is for Kelsey. Or put like urgent D- dear in the Kelsey. subject line. Yeah. <laughs> Please see my message. And maybe she'll let me know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Whatever. So Anyways. anyway, we're here. We're here. Um, if you don't hear from us, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for but, joining. Yeah, thanks for joining. Thank you everyone new for coming and listening. Hopefully you come back next week. Thank you old listeners for listening again. Uh, we hope to see you next week as well. Um, and have a good week. Have a good week. Stay out of trouble. Stay warm if you're in cold climates. Um, stay cold if you're in warmer climates. Yeah, stay chilly, my friends. Um, <laughs> and we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.